New day, new you. Wake your ass. Only strong, strong, positive Monday through Friday. Fucking gratitude. Be mindful. You're listening to May I Elaborate? Daily wisdom from me, J.B. Smooth. Oh, oh, first of all, uh, greetings goes out to everyone out there and continue blessings. You know something? In life, you got to learn that sometimes your approach is wrong. You are set to land that plane, but the approach is off. You've seen that before? You know, and that's when you need to pull up and try something different. You've seen it before? They call that shit a missed approach. They're flying on a, a fucking plane and they'll be heading in for a land. They'll tell you they're headed for a landing and then all of a sudden you feel that shit go back up in the sky again. And then they'll calmly come on a intercom and say, you know. Yeah, that was a missed approach. We'll be going around and coming back and giving it another try. Get you guys here safely uh, at your gate. Uh, still expecting an on-time arrival. That's soothing shit. Soothing ass shit. Soothe your ass. To let you know that that misapproach ain't shit. It ain't nothing. It's a misapproach, not a misfucking landing. Big difference. And when they make that announcement, they try to calm you the fuck down. But deep down, you saying, do this motherfucker know what he's doing? You question him. But they got to let the passengers know what the fuck just happened. People ain't stupid and shit. If that motherfucker said, my bad, you would say, who the fuck is flying this plane? Where you think that person came from? Uh, my bad. Uh, someone who just didn't feel like doing a complete sentence? No, Miles. No, no. Sometimes you're too dead on, Miles. My bad, Miles, is a missed approach. Oh, okay. In, in, in life, take, take the plane out of this shit. Take the pilot and, and the missed approach out. When I say shit like this, Miles, I'm saying it like this. My bad. Yeah. I feel like the pilot was going, uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to apologize. You, you see, apparently, but ending up, co-pilot's like, yo, forget that. My bad. Just say my bad. Yeah, just say my bad, Captain. We're going to go around. My bad. Dude, would you be more calm with that delivery as it's not a big deal and accepting responsibility, Miles? Or would you take that long, drawn-out fucking excuse that we got to go back around and come back and try it again? So, so here, 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 here you go, Miles. You ever uh, drop some shit and it rolls under something? It's kind of like halfway under the cabinet and you see that shit peeking up at you? So instead of bending your ass down and picking it up, take your foot and try to roll it out so you can grab it. But instead of rolling it out, you just kick that shit all the way back underneath. You know what I'm saying? Back underneath there, Miles. Now you can't even bend down and pick that shit up. Now your ass is flat on the floor, reaching under that goddamn cabinet to get it. What you need to do is go get your goddamn broom and sweep that bitch out. But no, Miles, you don't feel like going in the other damn room and grabbing that fucking broom. No. Now you lay there and reach your damn arm all the way under that goddamn cabinet to grab that thing. And just when you think you got it, your fat, sweaty-ass hands and fucking fingers just wind up pushing that shit further out of fucking reach. Frustrating. But then you start finding other shit up in there. Shit you ain't seen in years, man. See? So really, maybe your failed approach worked out after all. See? Sometimes a failed approach, Miles, means you're going to get there a little later, but you're going to have a chance meeting. You're going to run into somebody you're supposed to run into, Miles. 
shit. See? Or you, you delayed some shit for a second. What's that word called, Miles? What? The continuum? What, what the fuck is a continuum? Uh, it, I don't know. It's called a continuum or some shit like that. Some shit in one of those space movies and shit. I'm glad neither one of us know if that word's appropriate. I, I'm going to continuum on and start the show. People know what it is, Miles. What? <laughs> they know what the fuck it is, people out there. Yeah, they'll tell us in the comments. Continuum. Hi, I'm Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May I Elaborate? Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. Every day we discuss a quote from a daily calendar to see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Today's quote comes from the calendar. Keep calm and carry on. Here's the quote. The only boundaries to what you can achieve are the ones you set for yourself. Margaret Spellings. Mm, mm, mm. The only boundaries to what you can achieve are the ones you set for yourself. I feel it. You do? Yeah, of course. You know, I, I, I always love power words like achieve. Okay. And also, I, I don't see you as a person who sets boundaries. I think you you like hopping over those things. I hop over them bitches like a hurdle. Like, a, like you see those hurdlers? They be running in races and shit, hur- hurdling over shit. It's amazing, yeah. I, I find that to be amazing timing. Lift that back leg up and put that other leg down on the ground and the other leg is still in the fucking air. I find that to be amazing, Miles. All right, well... Limber up, and when we get back, you'll take your place on the mark, and we'll go. Welcome back to May I Elaborate, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Smooth. The quote we're looking at today is, the only boundaries to what you can achieve are the ones you set for yourself. Hmm. Now, people, think back to the beginning of time before strip malls and and, and martini bars, before houses and high-rises. It's going way back now. I'm going way back, Miles. Way back. Way back to Cro-Magnon days. When you looked out at the damn landscape, all you saw was fucking endless amounts of fucking land. See? No telephone poles or train tracks. Maybe one Starbucks, but, but, but they didn't do breakfast items. No bagels, no no breakfast sandwiches, just just coffee by itself. Still needed a cold for the bathroom. Only, I I think back then, they used hieroglyphics. You had to know that shit, Miles. Right. And and the cold would be something like uh, a buffalo, a tree, fire, uh, the moon, shit like that. But basically, Miles, back then, there was nothing. And you put together many different time periods, but I'm getting the picture. We're back in prehistoric times. Fuck that. You know, you know I love me some hieroglyphics. But basically, there was nothing, Miles. And in particular, there was missing structure from the landscape. It was the second structure that would ever be built, and now that structure can be seen everywhere. A wall. A fucking boundary, Miles. A boundary. Now, look. Once those primitive-ass Cro-Magnon people spent a little time on the earth, they knew they had to build two things fast. A roof, Miles, and people out there, a roof to protect them from the elements and a wall to protect them from everything else. You know the way you said a roof? I thought the roof was on fire. Oh, man, I love that chant in the club, Miles. Oh, I love that bitch, Miles. The roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let that motherfucker burn. Burn, motherfucker. Boom! And then they had alternates to this shit. Remember this one right here? A roach! 
a roach. A roach is on the wall. You know, remember that one? The roach, the roach is on the wall. You heard that one before? It's just a nasty club. Now they, no, 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 no. The roaches on the wall, they, they normally do that in, in house parties and shit. Oh, okay. But somebody had roaches at their house. Rarely do they say that shit in the club. That's a fine amount. You have that kind of roaches crawling around in the club, nightclub, they find you for that shit. I'm more concerned with the people who let the club burn down. Like, why were they so excited about the club burning? That's got to be irritating to the fire department. They always keep showing up to the same fucking nightclub every fucking weekend. Is it the same? They keep rebuilding that quickly? They keep coming up in there. They keep coming up in there full. They got all that fucking equipment on. And they keep running in the same club every weekend. The fuck is going on? See? So you're moving and shaking here. The only boundaries to what you can achieve are the ones you set for yourself. You're really, you've simplified boundaries into the walls that we build around ourselves to lock people out, lock ourselves in, keep ourselves safe. Where do you go from there? Master this, Miles. Have you ever heard the expression, don't fence me in? Yeah. Don't fence me in. Don't limit me. See? That was coined by people who were explorers, Miles. They knew that boundaries could be fucking deterrence to true travel and true growth. Now, now, let me tell you something, Miles. After those cold magnet motherfuckers created roofs and walls, they weren't satisfied. They didn't want to be held back, so they created doors to get through them goddamn walls. They felt dumb the first two or three years, building some shit around them and had to keep climbing that bitch, Miles. Yeah. Then they put one and two together and said, fuck, let's make an opening here and put some shit we can just open. Yeah, Jonathan Doerr came up with it. Jonathan Doerr. Yes, Jonathan fucking Doerr came up with that shit, man. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Better got to be a better way than climbing this fucking ladder to get over this fucking wall all the time. Got groceries and shit. You got babies to carry over. You got to hand the baby up over the wall. Who the fuck thought, who the fuck was thinking about this shit, Miles? Somebody had to come up with a better idea. Pass the flat screen TV up the wall. Oh my God, Miles. All that stuff, a couch, a fucking couch. Miles, that shit is worse than a fucking Brooklyn walk-up. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. God damn it, man. They weren't thinking back then. It took a little while, but they, they, got, they got it together. Hmm. Malls came years later, Miles, fucking years later. Their, their malls were like, called the market. You get all kind of shit there, Miles. Shit. And they, they, they had food courts and, and valet parking and escalators and shit. Cinnabon. All that shit, Miles. And Miles, they never put a Cinnabon and an Auntie Anne's pretzels in the same food court. They always put them someplace else in the goddamn mall. Why is that? I guess they don't consider them to be actual food. They grab and go places, Miles. You fucking grab and go. And you know they pump the fucking smell through the mall, right? Through the vents. They smell delicious. They say you can eat the smell. It smells like the, the devil's cologne. I love that. That's a great name for a cologne, too, Miles. Oh, my God. I would wear that shit. Oh, and Miles, they didn't have currency back then, Miles. It, it was a barter and trade system. You could actually trade a Cinnabon for, for Auntie Anne. Pretzel, Miles. Trade-off. It's a trade-off. They created all kind of shit back then. They also created walkways and paths and roads and shit. Now, eventually... They made alleys so they could have a shortcut. Now, I'm going to tell you now, fucking shortcuts didn't come cheap. Those alleys were also places where, where they fucking invented getting robbed at knife point. What do you think, Miles, where do you think getting robbed at knife point came from? I don't know. With the creation, Miles, of, of the fucking alley came places where you can get your ass robbed at knife point. Right. Yep. 
We started with Cro-Magnon. Do you understand how timelines work? Just wondering. Of course I do, Miles. Okay. I'm going to tell you something, Miles. People were getting robbed at night point first. Then they realized that that, that alley was a great place to throw trash. So then the dumpster came after the robbing at night point in that order. You know? Yeah. So, Miles, they knew they had to keep moving and spreading civilization all over the damn world. And they couldn't let boundaries stop their asses, Miles. That fence that's always at the end of an alley that you have to hop over when you're running from the fucking police. You know that fence? You know that fence, Miles? The ones you get caught climbing halfway up by some old athletic cop like like Hunter. That's from Fred Dreyer. Or TJ Hooker. We have Shaq back in the days where he could jump over a fence and shit. he slide over the hood of a car. Motherfuckers doing their own stunts, too. And they would catch your ass. See, what you want to do would be chased by some old-ass cop like, like Barnaby Jones. That motherfucker couldn't climb a fence. You know what I mean? Or, or, or some out-of-shape cop like Cannon. That motherfucker couldn't hop over a fence either. Yeah. They were not going to catch your ass, Miles, because they don't have the ability to climb that motherfucking fence. Although Cannon would always catch you. He would run after you, and he would be like a block away, and then they would just cut to, he's right there grabbing you up, going up the fence. Although there's no way he made it that far. You underestimated that little, uh, that, that, that little porky motherfucker. You underestimated editing. So I think you're there, JB. You've, you've talked about boundaries, uh, and you've talked about the need to push past them by totally building your own timeline of the way society progressed, but I, I get what you were doing. But here's the quote one last time. The only boundaries to what you can achieve are the ones you set for yourself. Bring us home, man. Here we go. Just know that a wall with four sides and no door is a cage. You're living in a cage. Your mind is being restricted to act outdoor activities. You are locked into your own thoughts. You can't think no other way. You ain't got no goddamn door. You're in a cage of your own making. Wow. No, Miles, when I said that, you know what it reminded me of? What? One of my first stand-up jokes, Miles. It, it, it was based on the Roche Motel. Remember the Roche Motel? The little boxes you put on the ground and shit, Miles. Ro- Roaches check in, but they don't check yeah, out. They had a really fun commercial. Roaches check in, but they can't check out, Miles. Yeah. God damn. And it also reminded me, because earlier we talked about the roaches on the wall. Crawl, motherfucker. Crawl. Hey, um, can I end the show while you tell the joke? Sure. All right. So anyway. Thanks for joining us on another episode of May I Elaborate. Uh, Daily Wisdom from J.B. Check out. I want to give a special thanks Love to Workman Publishing joke. for letting so us borrow from their calendar, keep family, calm, and carry on. So as we hope, a hotel. had a good time, and maybe we're even inspired along the, the way. Before you go, please a, leave us a, a comment roach, while you're at it. A great review roach. on Apple Podcasts. And thanks uh, for leaving so many uh, of your favorite uh, quotes. Uh, please continue roach. to do so. We promise and, uh, from time to time to pick roach. a few and feature them on the show. And, and, and Once again, the I'm Miles, town. and he's and, telling and, his roach joke. Okay, JB. So um, people, people say, uh, um, me and my family want to check in. And they say, oh, great. Welcome to our hotel. And they would say, here's your key. You're on the third floor. And then the family will start walking away. And they go, wait a minute. Is there glue on the floor? And they were standing there and they would say, then they would say, roaches check in, but they can't check out. And I would act the whole thing out where 
where the roach was stuck to the ground. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love that. They never made it out of the damn lobby. Oh, fuck no. They didn't make it to the lobby. They didn't make it to the room either. Shit. What I want to know is when they walked in, how did they make it to the front desk? Didn't they get stuck the second they walked in there? You would think in theory they would, Miles. You would think. But the fucking front desk was right by the door, Miles. Plus, they probably had so much adrenaline. They probably had a long road trip. Man. They, they see the motel. You just want to get up the road, Miles. You know, and, and, and they didn't have any sticky material in the parking lot. It, it was just like you parked the car regular, like a regular person. You parked the car, you walk into that goddamn lobby, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, but the guy lets you in there first. You get in there, and then on your way to the elevator is where the floor gets sticky. There you go. That's where they got your ass, Miles. You know, they got to fool you. They got to lure you in. Yeah. You know, they lure you in, and, and, and the floor is all nice because the, the janitor had just mopped the floor. It's beautiful. Right. He's still mopping the floor. And, and you say, excuse me, I'm sorry. We don't mean to walk on your mop, freshly mopped floor. And he says, it's okay. It's okay. You're going to be staying with us for a while anyway. So I'll see you again. Cold-blooded. And you say, thank you. Hey, you have a good day. Oh, you too. I'll see you soon. And then you check in the hotel. And they said, the elevator's up to the right. And you go to the right towards the elevators. And that's when the floor gets sticky. And it got your ass. And, and I, I just, that cold-hearted maintenance guy. <laughs> cold-hearted, man. Cold-hearted. <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> Shit. Now your ass can't check out. See? That's where the slogan came from. Once you check in, but they can't check out. Goodbye, everyone. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs>